if a customer wants a pickle, you give them a pickle, right? Calvin If a customer wants a pickle, you give them a pickle, right? If you want a pickle, you gotta give them a pickle, right? <laughs> still there baloney nation <laughs> welcome to talking baloney <laughs> the big guy <laughs> That's si- me. hey, hey right there and jim deasy <laughs> <laughs> live in studio and not many podcasts are live in studio anymore no yeah. most people are you know zooming skyping <laughs> In their closet. Yeah, there are a lot of people in their basements. Yep, you're not going to hear no dogs barking in the background here today. <laughs> Someone might mow their lawn. Oh, yeah, occasionally. Rain, yeah. So, Jim, be- before we get started, yes, you've uh, you got a big beef you want to get off your chest. Yeah, I have a huge um, issue right now with Xbox. Xbox, uh, not necessarily the game system, but like playing Playing the live. game. Playing live the Online. game. I have been trying for almost three nights now to figure out how to play Madden football online with the Mad Dog down in VA. Calvin Cocopop. And to no avail, finally last night I hired, I brought in and hired a technologically advanced, very technology savvy son of mine. <laughs> E-dubs. E-dubs. We might have saw on the uh, stand-up uh, sit-down challenge. Yeah. And... Uh, he came in, and uh, after about an hour of us going back and forth, he gave up and walked away. Now, did it take so long because he kept doing Patrick Warburton and other voices, or was it? <laughs> no. So, for you folks that may not know this, to create an Xbox or to play Madden online, you have to create an Xbox account, an Xbox Live account, and an EA Sports account. So every time you go into one account to create another account, it logs you out of the other two accounts. <laughs> yeah, it makes you want to throw the Xbox right across the room. I literally created an EA Sports account, went back into the Xbox, and it says you got to live in, you got to log into the Xbox now. So I log into the Xbox, and they tell me now you got to log back into the EA Sports account. Like I just came out of the EA Sports account. So send me back to the Xbox account again. And then it said, now you must have an Xbox Live account. Well, I already bought that for $9.99. <laughs> yeah, so after an hour of all this crap, I was still never able to play Madden online. <laughs> and kind of the uh, the lead of the story that we haven't mentioned is you and Mad Dog were going to play a competitive Madden football game. A competitive Madden football game. You know, in this world of social distancing, we were going to... St- we were gonna bring it. We we're gonna bring it online. One bro versus bro. He's in Virginia. You're in New York. You're gonna play online. Giants, Redskins. Now you guys have or a Giants, long, uh, long history. Oh, long history. Uh, what was the last time you played? What, what happened? Uh, he beat me pretty bad. Yeah. Was that in Virginia? <laughs> it was in Virginia. Was I, I there fi- for that? You were there for that. Well, that was brutal. Yeah. I think I scored one touchdown. If that. <laughs> and you celebrated like you won the I, Super Bowl. I know. <laughs> so, folks, the history with us in Madden has always been that my brother, Mad Dog, he gets to practice his, on his, he practices these games on a weekly basis. Calvin Cocopop. Me, I'm not a game guy. I'm not a gamer. You know, I, I'm, I'm more of a 
you know, let's find something fun to do, you know, get out of the house kind of guy. Go bowling. Go bowling. <laughs> when was the last time you played your Xbox? Uh, I bought the WWE SmackDown 2K. First. Stone Cold Steve Austin is on the cover. Okay. So it's been a few years. Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of big news, <laughs> as you know, we opened our uh, merchandise store. Woohoo! Which is... Probably represented on screen by... Right there, folks. Uh, a Bam! coffee mug. Ooh, we got... Hold on. We got one. There's a... Uh, talking Bologna. Talking Bologna, the coffee mug? What? There's a uh, Butchman hat. Whoa. Check this out, folks. Brand new, limited edition, the Rar hat. Look at that. Whew, look at this. Even says the Butchman on the side of the hat. Bam! Picture kind of looks like him, too. It does. <laughs> and in the background, there's a talking baloney. There are more mugs. There's a mask you can uh-huh. wear for COVID protection. And right now, at our site, Ooh. you can save 33%. 33%? With the code GRANDOPENING2020. Woo-wee. Folks, what that means is we're not making any money. <laughs> we're passing the savings on to you, Baloney Nation. <laughs> and... All of our products are handmade right here in the good old New York State. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the entire product is in, but the uh, the talking baloney aspect. Is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the other products are from pro- probably China or yeah. wherever. One of those sweatshops. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to talkingbaloney.com, Click on the online store, uh-huh. enter the code GRANDOPENING2020. Going there right now, folks. You can save. Buying it. <laughs> 33%. And there's all the other uh, Classy Wolf Media. Oh, yeah? Classy uh, Wolf Media is on there. You want a tough guy shirt? There's a tough guy shirt. <sighs> Ty Bowie. There is uh, Jimbo Joe stuff. Correct. There's a lot, a lot you can do. Folks, and if you buy today. Wait a minute. We'll even throw a free cup of Jimbo Joe's coffee coupon in there for you. Holy cow. You know what the value is on this? Nothing right now. Nothing. But in 2029, this will be worth $299. $299? And I think that's what we're selling the large cups for or something, wow. right? $299. Oh, they get a large St- cup for free? <laughs> large <laughs> cup. Large cup, folks. You're going to go out of business before you even start. <laughs> well, at the rate Dunkin' Donuts is closing stores, we won't have to. We'll have no competition when we open. <laughs> and another way you can get the coupon is by texting mm-hmm. or leaving a voicemail at 585-484-1770. That's the Talking Baloney Hotline, folks. That's right. Baloney Nation, you can leave a message. We're actually going to answer some more oh, questions. Oh, all right. We got some strange comments this week. Uh, we'll talk about that later in the show. But first, our main topic this week. Okay. And I have a feeling this will be a two-parter. Yes. The movies of Sylvester Stallone. Dude. Oh. The Sly Man. Yeah. Listen. The best, if not one of the best, top three actors of all time. Yeah. And Dialogue, we- character depth. And a lot of people don't realize he's written and directed a lot of movies. Yeah. He's uh, not just an actor. He's he, he, he's the brains behind Rocky. That was his idea. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. This kind of completes our uh, our top three guys. We did the Arnold show. Yep. We did the two-part Bruce Willis. Yep. And now we're bringing it home with Sly. 
the Sly Man. Listen, you know him and love him from Rocky. Well, let's start with Rocky, because that was his uh, big breakthrough. <laughs> yes, it was. Prior to Rocky, he did lots of cameos, lots of small bit roles. Mm-hmm. But Rocky, written and directed by Sylvester Stallone, yep. that was, that's where it all started. Probably one of the best movies of all time. It really is. Hands down. Academy Award. Text uh, in if you disagree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Who could disagree with that? And if, you're, if you disagree with the fact that Rocky is one of the best movies of all time, I don't know what to say to you. I really don't. That sounds like something Butch Man would do. <laughs> Butch Man, I know you love Rocky. You better love Rocky. You better be texting in, texting in tonight, telling us how much you love Rocky. I bet you he likes Rocky Four more. I did like Rocky Four better than Rocky, yeah. the one with uh, Clubber Lang. Oh, you didn't like the Mr. T one, Rocky Three. I didn't like Rocky Three as much. I mean, I still liked Rocky because it's Rocky, but I don't want to jump ahead too much. Well, you jump it a little bit, but Rocky Three is Eye of the Tiger, though. That was huge. I, I love the listen. The training montages were one of the reasons why I watched Rocky. Yeah. Listen, if you can beat become the world heavyweight champ in boxing just by chasing a chicken around the yard, made me want to go buy a chicken. <laughs> I'm never going to catch it. I know that. <laughs> What about slapping some meat around? Hey, hey no. slapping some meat. <laughs> slapping some meat on talking baloney. <laughs> he puts the beat down on some of that meat in that shop, yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, he did that uh, storyline-wise. He mm-hmm. was a, a poor boxer. He had yep. no place to work out. He was working in a meat factory, and he'd, uh, you know, box the uh, the giant, what would you call those? Half a cow. Half a cow. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know where that meat shop was in Philly. Oh, I I bet you it's like a real place. You think so? That Rocky seemed very authentic. Yeah. The pet store and... uh, Oh, yeah. The subway going around the the block of the... um, Where the boxing training place was. That broken down gym seemed very authentic. I'm a big fan of Rocky Balboa. Mick, the, the training... Even, you know, his wife, you know, she was for his dreams, but didn't want to see him get killed. But she always knew when to say, go get him, Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If I had one problem with her, it was she was always the you can't win. Yeah, the negative Nelly. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, storyline-wise, it was just there as further. It fit for what they were trying to do with her character. But let's be honest. If your wife is not that supportive of you, you should probably get a new wife. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> if a customer wants a pickle, you give them a pickle, right? Damn straight. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. Rocky 1, Rocky 2. Man, the stuff with Apollo Creed was... Yeah. He was absolutely amazing. Like, I loved his character, too. Like, there isn't a character... Well, actually, I'll take that back. There's only one character I couldn't stand in Rocky in the Rocky franchise. Polly? Nope. Two characters. Oh. Tommy Gunn. <laughs> okay. And his manager. Yeah. Well, Rocky Five will eventually get to, and we probably won't be kind. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, Rocky overall, one of the greatest uh, films. I'm pretty sure it's a like top 100 all-time yeah. movie. Actually, I just saw a podcast that had done a call-in on their show and I want to say it was uh, it was one of the Fight Nation shows. He's a UFC guy that does a show at night right. or in the afternoon, and they did a, a, a 
poll similar to that, and Rocky won. Yeah. There it is, folks. Yeah. What more can you say? It's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, UFC fighters telling you that Rocky's the best movie ever. Well, I, I bet you how many boxers, UFC guys, how many fighters in general, like, were inspired by Rocky to, oh. like, get into the sport. It's The training montages alone came, produced great not only great, you know, training, watching all this, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to start doing this. Yeah. The soundtracks alone. Oh, the soundtracks are huge. Uh, Survivor, Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've ever been to Philadelphia, there's a 99% chance you went and saw the Rocky statue. Yep. Which I've done multiple times and ran up the steps, which I've walked up kind of. I've only seen the statue one time. Yeah. I'm disappointed to say I haven't been there since. That's a but road trip coming up. As a Giants fan, <laughs> Philly's not the safest place to go. <laughs> well, Philly in general, we're off topic, but sports fans in Philly are rough. I mean, I'm a Pirates and Steelers fan, and they don't, yeah, they're not friendly. <laughs> they obliterate their own team. I love yeah. it. But I, you know what? They're, it's passion. I'll sum it up in one word. It's passion slash criminal. <laughs> it's, it's one or the other. <laughs> it's a cheap beer prices at the stadium. Yeah. What it is. But Rocky is probably the if you don't rem- if you've never seen a Rocky movie, you have been living under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> so after Rocky, uh, a little movie called Paradise Alley. Paradise Alley is the start of uh, Sylvester's on-again, uh, off-again kind of relationship with pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, wrestling-based movie. Terry Funk was in it. It's actually not that good a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you should see it. It's- you should see it anyway, folks. <laughs> Anything with Sylvester Stallone, even if it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, we're going to get to a lot We're going to get to a bunch of them. Oh, the 80s were rough. Uh, so then he did Rocky too. Apollo Creed. Yeah, the rematch. Yep. Now, uh, a lot of movie sequels, they tend to repeat, like, the storyline mm-hmm. of the first movie. And this one, though, served a purpose because everyone wanted to see the rematch because Rocky didn't really win the first one. He, he just lasted long enough to, mm-hmm. uh, to prove himself. He was the left, the, the last man standing, so to speak, in the ring. Yeah. You know what I always liked about the Rocky one, going Rocky two, and all the movies. It's like the new movie picked up right where the old one left off. Well, so right. it was giving you the the featured, you know, ending rolling. It was like a continuation, so it yeah. never stopped telling the story. It was a continuing story, and it sucked you in because yep. it, it was a lifelike in that kind yeah. of approach. Not a lot of movies do that. No. James Ro- Bond. Uh, you, could, you wouldn't know, like, what no, happened in the previous movie had no impact on the current movie. And you wouldn't even need the same actor in James Bond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. <laughs> you could have six James Bonds. <laughs> oh, yeah. we did. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> even uh, Mission Impossible movies, until recently, it didn't matter what happened in one and two yeah. if you're watching three. It was a new story every time. Yeah. Rocky, we knew where he was coming from. He was coming from the streets. <laughs> He's uh, finding success with Adrian. Yes. <laughs> Getting big time. Yep. Yeah. 
And folks, it's going to come crashing down on them soon, too. <laughs> but before that, what about Nighthawks? 1981. <laughs> so I've only seen bits and pieces of this movie. Okay. <laughs> Uh, most famous, maybe, because Sylvester Stallone has a beard and uh, wears sunglasses. I mean, you might remember that. <laughs> but it's like a uh, a dual kind of movie with mm-hmm. him and Rutger Howard and, like, the subway. and It's a really good movie. I will have to watch it again and freshen up on it. Yeah. Anything with Sylvester Stallone. Now, his next movie, soccer movie, V for Victory, you didn't see that one? No. Michael Caine? No. The Although, world, world famous Pele? I do like Michael Caine. It's a good movie. Okay. And this one I saw a lot when I was a kid. It seemed to always be on TV. Mm-hmm. It was uh, World War II. They're in a uh, prisoner of war camp. Okay. And Sylvester Stallone is like the lone American with all these uh, British uh, soldiers. Okay. And they have a soccer team because, you know, they're... Killing time, and they decide to have a game with like the Nazis versus the prisoners in a <laughs> soccer game. Oh boy! And Sylvester Stallone is the American soldier who wants to escape, mm-hmm. and he sees this as the opportunity. So he uh, finds the goalie and like breaks his arm so he can replace him on the team as the goalie. <laughs> and then you know they go to this game, and it's like this huge soccer <laughs> arena, and it's the prisoners versus the Nazis. <laughs> And they have an escape plan, and it's like they have to decide, do we escape during intermission, or do we go back out there and try to beat the Nazis? Well, you know, folks, let that be a lesson to you. If you want to get on the team, break the player's arm of the person you want, the player you want to take over for. Hey, I know who was watching. Um, Nancy Kerrigan and... Uh, there you go. Nancy Kerrigan, the whatever her name yeah, was there. The one who, like... Really like, broke the lady's yeah, leg. Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I highly recommend it. You should find the movie. Okay. Uh, Pele, the world's greatest soccer player. Is in the movie. And he, he's not a bad actor. And he does his famous uh, Pele kick. All right. So we got we to gotta watch this now. Damn Make that be a movie. Or let that be a movie you watch this weekend or rent from the old uh, DVD store. Do they still have them? There's a family video here and there. Is there? Yeah. They sell CBD stuff now, though, so. <laughs> what uh, the hell's up with that? <laughs> you got to make money. Got to supplement that income. <laughs> Save 33% at TalkingBaloney.com for a limited time. Grand opening 2020. That's right. We might start selling CBD oil. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I didn't think of that. Rawr. <laughs> 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 So, the next movie is Rocky Three. Rocky Three, Clubber Lang. Mr. T. Mr. T. The height of his fame. What you gonna do, fool? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie gave us Eye of the Tiger. This movie, um, I would say uh, Mr. T kind of uh, went from this right to, like, yeah. wrestling. I gotta say, Mr. T's character in this movie... It's a badass. He's a scary character in yeah. this movie. Um, and I can see where you can kind of see the the progression of Stallone's character where now all of a sudden it feels like maybe some of his past fights were fixed over the last couple of years that he's been off. Yeah. So he's been like fighting cream puffs, basically. Yeah. And now here comes a real challenger, Clubber Lang. 
He's going to kill you, Rock. And he does. He destroys him. <laughs> yeah. His coach dies, make the Mick. <laughs> um, in between there, Rocky fights Hulk Hogan, uh, known as Thunder Lips, in a Thunder charity Lips. match. Yep, and Hogan throws great, him all over the place. A great scene. <laughs> it's a good movie, Rocky Three. You couldn't have put a better guy against uh, Sylvester Stallone for that Thunder Lips character because, my God, he's towering over the top <laughs> yeah. of him. Holy moly. <laughs> but I like, I loved Clubber Lang's character. Just wasn't a big, big fan. I thought it was not as good as the other two Rockies at the time. Okay. But I did like Clubber Lang's character. I love Mr. T anyway. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. How can you not? It's Mr. T. <laughs> we watched him on the Saturday morning cartoons back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had his own cereal. <laughs> Come on. Well, let's uh, take a break. All and, right. Uh, we'll come back with more uh, Sylvester Stallone. We're coming back, sucker. I pity the fool. I pity the fool. Hudgies, Hudgies Pizza. Get perfect pizza from Hudgies. Order by phone. Carry it out. Find out what pizza is all about. At Pudgy's, Pudgy's Pizza, that perfect pizza from Pudgy's. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. That's our new alternate theme song. Ah, good old, good old Pudgy's Pizza. <laughs> Never goes out of style. No. <laughs> still don't know where that song's from. It's great, though. <laughs> There's a YouTube video. Oh, it's a different song. It's though. a different song, though. But uh, good time pizza and subs, which is what I remember. Uh, Listen, we want to thank our valued listener that sent in that uh, excellent rendition. Excellent rendition of the uh, Pudgy's Pizza song. Yeah, I hope one day to get a musical uh, accompaniment for oh. it and just do a full version. Maybe if we get a band or something in here, yeah. perform it live in studio. If you're a band and you'd like to provide music for that song, contact us at talkingbaloney.com. <laughs> Put you on the air. Be your moment. <laughs> Talk of baloney's got talent. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Where we left off. First Blood. First Blood. Best movie. One of the best movies ever, too. Yeah. Should have just left the guy alone, Sheriff. It's really what it comes down to. What, what did he do to piss anyone off? He was, except, we uh, don't like drifters in our town, is what he said. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. He just wanted someplace warm to sleep and some get some food, and he was on his way. But yep. you had to push him. And the him, of course, is John Rambo. Mm-hmm. First Blood is the the origin story of John Rambo, in a yep. way. Um, the he is the sheriff, played by Brian Dennehy, mm-hmm. who is also uh, Tommy Boy's father. Yep. Tommy Boy. <laughs> he's also he's in quite a few movies. Yeah, he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. He's got size. He's imposing. Is he dead now? I believe he is. Yeah. Uh, First Blood. Um, so it's a story of a Vietnam vet who mm-hmm. basically doesn't fit in and uh, responds by going to war against this uh, small town and the sheriff. Because remember, folks, though, before we just say that he just went on and on, on his own, he didn't want this war. They drew First Blood. That's right. Famous line in the movie. Yeah. Again, just a guy wanting a meal and a place to stay for the night. 
Remember that when someone comes knocking on your door. <laughs> Let first blood be a lesson. <laughs> the can of whoop ass that he opens. <laughs> now, when you saw this movie, if you can put yourself back in time mm-hmm. to 1982, would you have ever guessed the future that Rambo would take? No. This is a very dark movie, too. Like, even in the like the filming was dark. Yeah. Everything about the movie was dark. His character was kind of quiet. Yep. He was, you know, you definitely tell he was on the edge. He had a he had a past. Mm-hmm. He definitely had his breaking point. Um, fought for his country, didn't feel appreciated. Yeah. And the sheriff clearly was a control freak, wanted to, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, so I think the sheriff sensed trouble. Like, mm-hmm. this guy's not just a drifter, but he's trouble. Yeah. And he tried to uh, be proactive, mm-hmm. which might be a lesson there as well. Yep. You try to... Uh, you expect the worst out of someone, and look what happens. Look what happens. He was a nice guy. Yeah. And Until. This, and like you said, this was a, a drama film. Yeah. Not, it, there's action in it, but it's really kind of like a drama. And, you know, even after when he drops Stallone's character off, when he drops John Rambo off at the bridge, and John Rambo's like, you know, screw it. I'm going back to town. I want to get some food, someplace warm to warm up or whatever. And Sheriff's like, hey. Coming back, and he still started. He, I still think, if you look at the, from the, you know, the way the movie was, the way I saw the movie was, the sheriff picked a fight with him, yeah, and he ended it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Vietnam vet's not the guy you want to uh, mess with. No, I remember when he pulls a knife off of him. He's like, "What are you hunting, buffalo?" <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, after Rambo. Mm-hmm. Or First Blood. Uh, he did a couple of movies. Uh, he written, written and directed Staying Alive. John Travolta, folks. Yeah. A sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. Didn't see it. And he did a Rhinestone. <laughs> Rhinestone Cowboy? Uh, no, not the Cowboy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I believe it's a comedy with... Dolly Parton, isn't Dolly it? Dolly Parton. Yes. I've seen this movie. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so skipping past those. Rambo we, Part 2. You only watch a Dolly Parton movie for one thing. <laughs> Moving on. How <laughs> Borat got his start is making the extreme. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> so, 1985, he does Rambo... Uh, First Blood Part Two. Mm-hmm. This is where the character uh, goes back to Vietnam, right? Yeah, he evolves quickly. Yeah, uh, kind of still the quiet loner type, mm-hmm. but now he's uh, back in Nam rescuing soldiers and basically killing. What would you say? A couple hundred people. A couple hundred, at least. Yeah, he seems to be sent back to Nam on a PR campaign, almost like they're. They're denying the fact that there's POWs, but he's just there to take photos. But then he actually finds POWs, and once he finds POWs, the government, our system, says, screw him, he's a liability now, because we've been saying all along there's no POWs. So uh, let's leave him there. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes a turn for the worst. <laughs> and then he's coming for you. <laughs> I love the scene where he's like, who are you? I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, uh, instantly think of Weird Al's uh, parody in the movie UHF, where he's uh, oh. yes. 
Is that a bodysuit Weird Al's wearing, or is he just that fit? Oh, I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, UHF, phenomenal movie. Oh, it's great. Emmy, Oscar, whatever. Should have got them all. It should have. It's totally overlooked. Wait, listen. Well produced. Not even part of the Sylvester Stallone trilogy stuff going on here. But Weird Al never got his due or credit for that movie. Just totally saying, agree. folks. Totally agree. Just saying. Weird Al, you still got it, pal. <laughs> now, so we're in 1985. We just did a Rambo First Blood Part Two. Mm-hmm. The same year he does Rocky IV. Yeah. What a year for Stallone. All action. All action, but two of the biggest action blockbusters oh. you can think of. Insane. Rocky IV. Rocky IV. Ivan Drago. Oh, yeah. Whatever he hits, he destroys. <laughs> If he dies, he dies. Come on, how many times have you seen that meme on Twitter? <laughs> uh, so I've watched Rocky Four somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is shocking how much of the movie is music video. Oh, it's basically one music video after another, and then a big fight at the end. The biggest, one of the biggest training montages in. All oh, yeah. of the Rocky movies is in Rocky Four when yeah. he's training up in the mountain. He's in the mountaintops of Russia, Russia. <laughs> Siberia, Siberia, in the eighteen-inch, twenty-five-inch snowfalls or snowdrifts <laughs> or whatever. He can't get his head on straight. He can't train right, and then Adrian shows up. Yeah, man, the training montage in the barn. <sighs> Some tough stuff in there, man. The hanging, hanging by your feet from ah. the, from the roof. And you know, like, I do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nope. <laughs> Listen, the scene where he's and he's going full beard again. Oh yeah, full you know beard. He's serious. You know he's serious. Woo. You know he's working the tra- You know the triceps with the bag of rocks. You know, got everybody in the little wagon. And he's bench pressing the shoulder, pressing the wagon, <laughs> and. Come on, who hasn't done that or wanted to? Now, you talked about soundtracks earlier. I don't know anyone who didn't own the Rocky IV soundtrack. I got it. Yeah, you still listen to it. I still jam to it every every chance I get. <laughs> I remember in high school, years after 1985, people were still using that tape to work out to. Yeah. It was still like the best go-to music. Do you know how many times I've reached for my coffee when that song is on? When that tram, I'm like... Uh, back and forth, back and forth, uh, back and forth, get some. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> now, uh, movie-wise, uh, it's a really solid movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music videos, like I said, if it was any other like movie, it might have been a problem, but these are really good songs, and the fight at the end is classic. Oh, yeah. And don't forget the fact, folks... Bridget Nielsen is in this movie. Yeah. And she was married to Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I didn't know that. They were, weren't they married? I'm pretty sure they were married. That's probably right. And divorced. Do you know who Dolph Lundgren was married to? No. Grace Jones, who you called Grace Slick a few weeks ago. Yep, in Conan. <laughs> yeah. In Conan the Barbarian. Wow. What a what small a, what a double, Hollywood world. What a double date that would be. Stallone and Bridget Nielsen, Lundgren and Grace Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of those movies that needs to be written. Like, 
What happens when they go out together? That'd be a great reality show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, the last time I saw Bridget Nielsen, she was on Celebrity Rehab with uh, Dr. Drew on VH1. <laughs> but I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You keep on trucking. <laughs> so those are two back-to-back huge movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And his next movie is one we've talked about many times. 1986, Cobra. Ugh. Folks, Cobra is probably one of Sylvester Stallone's. Listen, other than the original Rambo, the original Rocky, Cobra's on another level. It's like a dark, he's the he's the badass cop that everybody, you know, no rules, no, nothing applies to him. Well, kind of like today, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. But, no no see, politics. No, no politics on this show. But anyway, he's uh He's that guy. He's he works the zombie squad. Uh, he comes in and cleans it all up when they nothing else nothing else works. He's the man that they call in. His introduction in that old fashioned car that he's at when he yeah. when he pulls into the Killer car uh, pulls into the grocery store parking lot, gets out, toothpick in his mouth, <laughs> driving gloves on, dark mirrored sunglasses. Who doesn't have a pair of those dark mirrored sunglasses? I do. <laughs> Now, if you remember, he wrote this movie, mm-hmm. um, and as we found out from Fun Fact Fontaine mm-hmm. on a Baloney Nation a few weeks ago, uh-huh. this was his response to the Beverly Hills uh, script, Beverly Hills Cop, that he wanted more darker and mm-hmm. grittier. This is what he wrote in response. Both great movies? Yeah. Both picked the right character to play the movie. Oh, this this is a Stallone character, 100%. Cobra Hit- is, like, perfect Stallone. The guy that the guy that plays his uh, sidekick in the movie is a uh, partner. Um, what the heck is his name? I can't remember his name anyway. But uh, anyway, great, great, great side actor. As, you know, a supporting actor, whatever. But let's not forget that uh, Bridget Nielsen's in this movie as well. She is. She's the uh, one that the killers are after. <laughs> Guess we know who butters her bread. <laughs> He's buttering something. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Now, if you were going to describe Cobra's action, you might use the term over the top, Ooh. which brings us to our next Stallone movie. And and another and. great soundtrack movie. Yes. Gave us Meet Me Halfway from Kenny Loggins. Ah, come on, folks. Talking 80s and 90s, 80s here. And I think you have to consider Stallone during the early days here of MTV. Mm-hmm. He might have been one of the few, like, directors to latch on to the power of pop music and movies because mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing when he puts his movies together listen he the, you know it's funny i'll bet you if you google right now how many movie soundtracks or how many movies that he had that had a soundtrack or a song off the soundtrack that actually made it in the top 20 that's a good point and mm-hmm. i was actually planning a future edition of talking baloney our topic would be movie soundtracks <laughs> So I'm thinking we'll save that discussion. I'll be there for that show. <laughs> that one you'll show up for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is our 25th episode. Did you know that? 25 episodes, folks. Yeah. Holy beep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 25 straight weeks. We haven't missed a week. Even Howard Stern takes time off. That's right. What? Yeah. We're unstoppable. Yeah. Well, when you're number one in Indiana. Oh, and apparently Virginia now. And Virginia this, now, from what I'm hearing. This is the whole thing now. We got the ratings demographics out the 
charts and graphs that came out. And, folks, number one in Indiana and Roanoke, Virginia. Apparently, they don't have a lot of radio stuff to listen to. <laughs> Might be some internet connectivity problems. What are you on, HughesNet? <laughs> so, over the top is the arm wrestling movie. Mm-hmm. No other way to describe it. It's yeah, it's a serious arm wrestling, and, and and it has some real arm wrestler champions in the movie in the scene at the end. And I always got to hand it to Stallone on that. He always seems to manage to get the real people in yeah. to play the characters. Love it. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. And uh, what's his name? The guy that plays the uh, grandfather. Well, this is another movie that Terry Funk is in. Yeah, Terry Funk is in this movie. I he actually plays the guard at the door. I think he's been in three or four of uh, Stallone's movies, yeah. uh, going back to Paradise Alley. And Terry Funk gets thrown through a patio door in this movie. He's also in Roadhouse. Yes. So maybe we should do a show on Terry Funk's movies. Come or, on. Or a show on just Terry Funk. Yeah. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> Over the top. Great movie, folks. Great movie. Definitely listen to the soundtrack. You'll love it. To me, the only thing stopping this from being a great movie is uh, the kid. Just couldn't stand him. Yeah, he is kind of a little wine bag. He's a whiny brat. He's supposed to be. That's the character. You but. Know- it's I get annoying. it, you know, and let's let's go back to real life for a second. If you got a kid that's that bad, mm-hmm. you should probably get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who needs it? <laughs> if you have any comments, it's 585-484-1770. <laughs> so after Over the Top, it's back to Rambo. Rambo 3. <laughs> In Russia. Uh, Afghanistan. Oh, Afghanistan. Same, right. same thing. Same thing. <laughs> no politics or religion. No, not on this show. <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> <laughs> so Rainbow 3, uh, coincidentally, I did think was over the top. Yeah. I think this one was just way, way too much. There was definitely somebody with a body count clicker on this one going, we need more, we need more dead people. Yeah. Um, so when they didn't do another Rambo after this, I was like, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. You went from this great small-town American drama to mm-hmm. just way over the top. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I love that Rush, the Russian guy or Afghani, whatever he is in the movie, and he's like, uh, "Who? this man, you know, he kills a 100 of my soldiers. Who does this man think he is? You know, he's <laughs> God? He's like, no, it's Rambo. <laughs> Rambo have uh, God will have mercy. Rambo won't. Yeah, <laughs> I love that line. I think it was around this time that the Rambo cartoon came out, which was really weird that they were marketing Rambo as a kid friendly thing. Oh. I think he was a member of GI Joe too, wasn't he? <laughs> and uh, this was a movie with like the highest body count you could imagine. So, and there's also some uh, movies that were parodies of Rambo. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen had one. Hot Shots. Hot Shots. <laughs> and Hot Shots Part Do. <laughs> part Do. <due. laughs> Where he's got the body count thing up on the screen. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he's eventually standing in a pile of shells. <laughs> oh, great movie. Yeah, that one was good. <laughs> that was good. How about Lock Up? 1989, Stallone, in prison. In prison. I've seen it. Okay. But, you know, it's it's kind of just like all these other, it's, you know, I'm going to end up giving away three of the three other movies, but it's like his movie with 
uh, Schwarzenegger where they're in the prison, they're breaking out of the prison. Escape plan. Yeah, escape plan. And it's it's like Tango and Cash. Which, uh, same year as Lock Up, Tango cool. and Cash. That was the next movie. Is that I'm Kurt watched. Russell, right? Yeah. Mr. Tango and Mr. Cash. <laughs> that was the guy uh, used to do the Ripley's Believe It or Not, the, 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 the bad guy in the movie, wasn't it? You're talking about Jack Palance. Jack Palance. From uh, City Slickers. Yes. Yes. yes, City Slickers. And he was the host of Ripley's Believe It or Not. I guess he did do some of that. Yes, I remember that. Not Uh, the one on the Ripley's Believe It or Not. It was like, didn't happen. Not true. Dean Cain. Dean Cain. Yeah, all that guy. (laughs) Jack Palance back in the, like, 70s. Yeah. And uh, Terry Hatcher is in Tango. Yes, she is. Terry Hatcher, who plays a... Stri- I'm sorry, not stripper. <laughs> Exotic dancer. So let's finish up Stallone because okay. this is uh, probably it's definitely a two-parter. Okay, we're deep in the show here. Okay, last one is uh, Rocky Five. <sighs> yeah, this one was a hard pill to swallow. This one, this one felt like they were one-two punching us in the face. Tommy Gunn, yeah, trash. They made a lot of choices here. Yeah, uh, all bad ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rocky loses all of his money and fortune thanks to Paulie gambling it all away or whatever yeah. he did. Uh, Listen, I'm sorry, but if I was Rocky Balboa in that point, Paulie's dead. <laughs> I would would have beat him to. <laughs> he'd be dead in an alleyway. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> One thing about Paulie though, his robot from Rocky Three. Should have been in all the movies, that robot. Yes. That, w- that would have been awesome. Uh, so <laughs> Stallone's uh, own son is acting in the movie as his son. Yeah. That's one of the big problems in the movie. He's not a, a very good actor. No. Um, and the whole father-son dynamic is a huge part of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he treats Tommy Gunn as more of his son. Yeah, and you know, he's his son is in the background. He's seeing all the way Tommy Gunn's being treated. Um, but he, at the same time, is going through some crap at school because, you know, coming out of the private schools and the money schools. He's now going to public school where he's got to fight his way. You know, people are stealing his lunch yeah. money. So he's kind of watching in the background, watching Rocky train Tommy Gunn. He's picking up a couple things. And he's kind of the spoiled brat, too. Yeah. Again, get rid of him. It's yeah. Um, support your local adoption agencies. So Rocky doesn't enter the ring he fights him in the streets. Yeah. Now, the street fight, not too bad. Good one-liners again. Good Stallone one-liners. Sure. When he, you know, he gets sucker punched, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> one more round. <laughs> you know, or his, uh, uh, hey, you knock him down while you try knocking me down. <laughs> yeah. God, awesome. There are some good parts. But the guy, the promoter. Annoying as all hell through yeah. the entire movie. He's not Don King. No. No. He wants to be, but... Trash. Uh, trash, trash, trash. <laughs> Tommy Morrison, a real fighter, playing Tommy Gunn. Mm-hmm. You know, not really a great actor. And I thought at one point in time, Tommy Morrison was going to be a, a the future of boxing. Yeah, he got AIDS. Oh. Okay. Well, that kind of sells you a lot of bloodshed in uh, boxing. Yeah. Okay. That's a quick way to end a boxing career. Yeah. Uh, Sad. Kind of a downer. But uh, we yeah. have a lot of Stallone left to talk about. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. So next week, part two. We're only up to 1990. Oh, 
<laughs> it's we probably 2000. Have a, you know, it's 2020 right yeah, now, right? We got 30 years of movies to go through. <laughs> Ooh, snap. <laughs> Could this be our three part, our first three parter? It could be. Will the baloney nation hang on long enough? That's the question. Oh, they love it when we talk movies. You know, we're one of these shows we're going to have to do about Indiana and the Hoosiers. Well, coming up next is uh, Baloney Nation, where we answer voicemails, mm-hmm. text messages, and uh, we'll talk about that. When Ooh, we folks, we're coming back. Thanks, Jimbo Joe's Coffee. We appreciate it. Welcome back, folks. Talking baloney. Me, Jim Deasy, and the big guy. Yo. Right there. It's <laughs> baloney nation time. Oh, folks. The uh, best time ever. Yeah. We have stuff to get to. We have voicemails. We have text messages. We have all kinds of stuff. Uh, you actually had something you wanted to say. So, we just did a little our fact checkers with folks working in the back office over there. <laughs> Wherever they are. <laughs> So, over-the-top soundtrack, Kenny Loggins, Meet Me Halfway, yep. number one on the Billboard charts back in 1987. And Kenny Loggins had how many? Five, folks. Six number one songs. From movie soundtracks. From movie soundtracks. Alone. That's amazing. Just saying. Yeah. We're, that's coming up on one of our next episodes. If we start a Talking Baloney Hall of Fame, I think he's a first uh, Kenny ballot. Loggins, first ballot. Yeah. Got to be. Got to be. Um, so what happened last week is we got a call from Roanoke, Roanoke, Virginia, uh, a guy named Jack who took issue with, um, the Indiana phone calls we've been getting. Okay. And, uh, I don't think he appreciated the fact that we have referred to Indiana as like our biggest fans. I still think they are our biggest fans. So I'm actually going to tease this for next week. We got so many responses from Indiana, from Virginia, from even New Jersey. Really? People are going to war over who is... Our biggest fan? Yeah, the best state for talking baloney. (laughs) Folks, there's enough talking baloney to go around. We can share. But... I feel like Baloney Nation's civil war is like on the horizon. There it is, folks. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> so our first uh, message, um, let's get right to it. You guys should do a tournament-style sitcom battle. The big guy can pick two sitcoms to start. Jim Deasy picks a winner. Then that winner is put up against another sitcom the next week. I'd like to see the show crown a sitcom champion. You could also do this with dramas, detective shows, etc. All right, go. Two, give me two sitcoms. Oh, I was ready. <laughs> uh, so I think this is like a March Madness style bracket. Okay, okay. So I think we should build towards this. Okay. And have it be like uh, a big deal. Like, let's do a big bracket of sitcoms. Okay, I'm down with this. And you'll crown. I'll crown us a sitcom champ. Yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> hey, McDonald's? <laughs> hey, I'm loving it. <laughs> Not after you eat it, folks. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one is, uh, can Jim believe it's not butter, or does he think it's really butter? 
<laughs> so listen, I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. Nah, I know it's not butter. Okay. <laughs> you can tell as soon as you eat it. <laughs> We're not a fan? No, not a fan. Okay. Salted butter from Wegmans, folks. Ah. Salted butter from Wegmans. The best salted butter out there. Now, this one is kind of uh, connected. Was the moon landing faked? <laughs> no, it was not. So, no conspiracy theory. No, and I, I honestly got to say that if anybody thinks the moon landing was a conspiracy, you, you probably live in Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. I think you just picked a side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that, man? Go Hoosiers. <laughs> Calvin Cocoa Pop. <laughs> no, folks, the moon lady was real, damn it. <laughs> if not, that was some pretty damn good special effects back in the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, didn't, they tried to they tried to duplicate that or... On one of the, like... Like Mythbusters? Myth, Mythbusters. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. <laughs> well, you know, we don't talk politics. No. We don't talk religion. No. Um, but there's a lot of weird conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. There are people who think the Earth is flat. There are <laughs> people who think uh, a pandemic is not real. There's there's a lot of conspiracy theories. <laughs> I think this person was maybe hinting at, like... Trying to get a sense of, is Jim a conspiracy theory guy? That's my guess. <laughs> Listen, I believe in ghosts. All day, all day, every day, ghosts are real. Okay. Okay? That's about my extent right there. That's about where I push it. Do I think Big Brother is watching? All the time. <laughs> That's why I'm not going to comment on the moon landing. Because <laughs> they're listening. <laughs> okay, so this next one might have been a wrong number. Oh, uh, you be the judge. Okay. okay. I also think it is a question, maybe, that was for Jimbo Jones. Okay. <laughs> it says uh, GM Beautiful. Now, I would think that's good morning. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning, beautiful. So, nice start. <laughs> I was wondering what kind of smoothies you be selling. Well, first off, I'll, I'll tackle this one, big uh, guy. Good. We're called Jimbo Joe's Coffee. Okay? Jimbo Joe's Coffee. Right there. Right there. Yeah. So the key word here is coffee. So we're selling coffee. (laughs) No other beverages? We're going to sell coffee. We're Uh going to sell some, probably some soda, some bottled water, things like that. Maybe some tea. Energy drinks? Energy drinks, of course. Got to have them. Smoothies? No. 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 We're not a coffee shop if we're selling smoothies. Right. Hence why Dunkin' Donuts is closing everything down. (laughs) Your menu's too big. Well. Can't uh, keep costs down. What about milkshakes? (sighs) Can we deep fry them? Wow. Hmm. There is deep fried ice cream, but I I don't know. We'd have to look into that. So now my next question is, did you think this was a, a question for us, or did you think this was a, a wrong number? I think this was a spokesperson or something for either Starbucks or Dunkin' trying to figure out what our menu is going to be when we open. Ah, They're well, feeling us out ahead of time. Like a little secret shopper kind of thing. So Market con- conspiracy theorist, Ooh. run with this one. <laughs> 
They're looking at us as a global threat right now. Jimbo Joe's Coffee, a threat to Starbucks and Dunkin'. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the next question kind of ties in to what we talked about today. Okay. In a way. It's uh, what movie franchises would you like to see crossover? This person who wrote in would love to see Rambo versus Predator. Who? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That would be that'd be awesome. That sounds like a great movie. Rambo versus Predator. Listen, I you got my ticket already. Here's my money. <laughs> I don't have any money. Never mind. <laughs> but you got my. I'll buy the first ticket. Yeah, that does sound all good. day. Uh, I would do. Yeah. National Lampoon's Vacation. Ooh. Mixed with Road Trip. Wow. Yeah, you, you took it to a place I did not expect. Oh yeah, I'm over here thinking like, okay, Terminator versus Predator. I do Terminator uh, versus Predator too. Yeah, I think I'd I think, like to see RoboCop do something. Ooh. RoboCop, oh RoboCop and Predator, there. That's a good one. That would be good. That would be good. I think what we're discovering is that Predator might be like the perfect oh movie like character because it. You oh. can put the Predator into anything. John McClane oh. versus the Predator. Die Hard with a Predator? <laughs> that would be awesome. Die Hard in a building with a Predator on the loose. <laughs> you go to the coast. We'll have fun. <laughs> Get together. Have a few laughs. <laughs> wow. So if you have suggestions on movie franchises you'd like to see, call us or text us. Or Jim will have his idea here. Jaws versus Predator. Jaws. Wow. <laughs> ah. Jaws versus Aquaman. Even better. Ooh. Jaws would have to kill Aquaman. Jaws have been there longer. Yeah. And Aquaman movie wasn't good, so. <laughs> Robocop versus Iron Man. Wow. I like it. Uh-huh. That's right, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> Book it. 585-484-1770. Hit us with your ideas for movie crossovers. What do you want to see? We already saw Jason versus Freddy. Yeah. So let's stay away from that realm. Freddy could go against other people, though. We could do Freddy versus Predator. Yeah. They both got the, the glove. Well, the Predators are kind of come out of his arm, but... <laughs> Freddy versus Rambo. What do you think would happen there? Ooh. Well, Rambo, we all know Rambo doesn't sleep. And with P- PTSD, his dreams are probably pretty... Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But plus, you know, Rambo doesn't sleep. Freddy has to, you know, he has to invade your dreams. So, <laughs> that would be a... Uh, that's a more of a public service <laughs> announcement movie right there. There's a whole lot going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got one more message. Uh, fun fact, Fontaine. Okay. Third week in a row, he's back. Got to get this guy on our show. I, I was just about ready to offer it's... him like a regular segment. Yeah. And then he submitted, fun fact, Fontaine here. I think my wife's been cheating on me. Fun fact, fun fact. Oh, snap. <laughs> so things might not be okay in uh, Fontaine land. Uh, Fontaine. <laughs> Well, that's not really a fun fact. <laughs> no, no. I mean, maybe for some people it might be. Yeah. It might be some role-playing stuff. Who knows? 
Hmm. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no. So on that note. Fun fact, Fontaine's got some, <laughs> he's got some stuff going down. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if he comes back with something next week or if we never hear from him again. Fun fact, Fontaine, we need to uh, get you. Hey, listen, reach out to us, man. We're here yeah. to help. We need to talk. Maybe if we give him an assignment, like. Maybe maybe there's some interesting Rambo facts he can look up. For there you us. go. Give us some interesting Rambo facts. We'll put them to work. We'll put you to work. Uh, so next week we're going to come back Stallone Part Two. We're going to get to the bottom of this Indiana versus Virginia nonsense. Okay. Okay. And uh, anything else you have in mind? Listen, I'm still waiting to hear back from the Ant Man on the sit down stand up challenge. Oh yeah. We and might have to designate a third part. We got to get this. Yeah, we need a, we need a quicker answer back. Yeah, we need to keep the challenge rolling. Got we got to be challenge somebody else that's ready to go. Yeah, Ant Man, I think you're I think you're cowering down, man. Sorry, and, uh, don't forget step to go. up. <laughs> Visit talkingbaloney.com. The code is Grand Opening twenty twenty. Save thirty three percent off. You can stock up for the holidays. It's never too early. If you want that shirt autographed by yours truly and the big guy. Just let us know. Wow. We'll throw a signature on there. Hell, it might be worth something someday. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) You want to use it for a car wash rag on your windows or something, go right ahead. We don't care what you do with it. As long as you pay your bill. We have window decals now, too. Oh, snap. We do. We're going to post a couple pictures of them on the website. You can order order your own. Pretty sweet. Easy to apply. Stay classy, Rochester. (laughs) Keep rocking, Rochester.